This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Of radio. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this here episode. Well, it belongs to Heel Turn on Kickstarter now as we speak. So, if you're a fan of pro wrestling, if you're a fan of Dexter, remember Dexter? Remember how great that was? We don't talk about that last episode, but besides all that, remember how great Dexter was? Just this this lovable killer, this murderer. Well, what happens when that lovable murderer is, uh, well, he's dropping knees from the top rope uh, right before him, you know? That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, it seems like an amazing story, people. So if you're a fan of professional wrestling and you're a fan of, uh, well, just psychopathic killers, then this is the book for you. He'll turn. There's still time now. There's still few, a few days to go. So let's make this book happen, people. Um, head on over to inked.pub forward slash Heel turn. That's inked.pub forward slash heel turn. It's going to take you right to the Kickstarter page and you just hit the little back this button and pick your prize because uh, they, they, they got some they got some offerings there for you. I'll have you see that for yourself though. So once again, the book is Heel Turn, proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. Well, hello again. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 332. The 332nd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list prioritize. I'll be going over the books of the future. You know, uh, more specifically, you know, the, the stuff coming out in your comic book day. More than likely, it's already been pre-ordered, right? You listen to this podcast, you pre-order your books, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also, most importantly, I'll be going over the uh, the, the final order cutoffs. The, the books that have to be pre-ordered by a specific date, depending on distributor. And uh, yeah, those books don't get printed. Well, or those books don't get pre-ordered, they don't get printed. They don't get printed. Then, um, well, you're, you find yourself on eBay on Wednesday afternoon going, well, geez, where's that hot book? That I, you know, I was just expecting to be there because everybody was talking about it. Uh, no, that's not how shit works, dog. Uh, you got to pre-order stuff, man. Shops are smart. You know, the, 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 a lot of shops go down all the time. It's because of stupid business practices like ordering 50 of everything and just crossing your fingers and hoping that people are going to come in and get it. But they only come in and they 
clear out one or two of those titles. Um, yes, and those shops don't always know what those titles are going to be. So with that being said, these surviving shops, the ones that have remained, uh, they're, they're, they're smarter with their ordering people, I know, because I talk to them. They don't just go ordering willy-nilly like. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> that's what the pre-orders are for. They order for their pull list people, and then maybe a couple extra for their shelf. You know, that's just, uh, yeah. yeah, sure, there's exceptions out there of shops that just order a shit ton of everything, you know, like Golden Apple and stuff like that, and even then, I don't know, you know, mid uh, Midtown, I was going to say Midwest, uh, but um, yeah, that doesn't, that's not necessarily true for all major shops, you know, uh, like Mile High, go to their new comic rack on a Wednesday, not a lot, all of their subscribers are perfectly happy and fulfilled, and they got all the books they wanted, but... You know, not always a lot of stuff on the shelf on Wednesdays. That's that's how they stay in business, people. That's why they're the world's largest and most successful comic book store. That's how shit works. So, my point to this long-ass rambling intro is the FOCs are important. So, let's uh, let's get down to it. But first, first, I gotta tell ya. Let me tell ya about uh, my, 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 my new favorite sponsor, man. Nerds Forever. Nerds Forever. That's 307nerds, the number four, ever.com. If, you know, you're just not necessarily in little old Newcastle, Wyoming. That's not the accent they use up there. Uh, (laughs) I just like saying little old like that. Um, uh, Did you notice I'm kind of nasally? Yeah, I'm fucking sick for a week. That's that's why there was no stream. Um, I haven't put out an episode of my other podcast because I've been sounding like Steve fucking Urkel for seven goddamn days. Um, I, I uh, See what happens when you don't walk around wearing a mask? Yeah, you catch a cold. It happens. Actually, what had happened was is I had slept under a fan on a night that the temperature dropped. So, yeesh. But anyway... Um, I, my, my apologies for the nasally, hey, this doesn't sound like Brian, it's an imposter. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's very much me. You could probably tell by the idiotic ramblings that keep happening, um, within a matter of five minutes already into this podcast. Uh, <laughs> the fuck was I saying? Oh, Tarl. Tarl, over at Nerds Forever. So if you are in Newcastle, Wyoming... Check them out, man. Um, I look forward to the day, and it is coming this this summer. At some point in time, I'm gonna take my happy ass a few hours north, and uh, I want to see. I want to see the little shop. I want to see this this uh, um, you know witness this this customer service that I've been experiencing face to face because that's that's really my 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 biggest. Uh, just y- y- you got to check this out. Revelation with this shop is the customer service. It's 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 unmatchable. I've I've. No, um, I, there's there's shops out there that I'm still waiting for fucking responses from. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Taro gets back to me immediately. So that that's the that's the service people. Um, and then you go to the website 307 nerds the number four ever dot com, and it'll direct you uh, directly. It'll directly direct you to uh, Nerds Forever's eBay store. And once again, I mean, you're going to get that same type of customer service through there as well. So check it out, people. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, you want to you wanna take a trip? You want to take a trip cross country? I see, I see people do it all the time. I want to go hit up a bunch of shops. Then I highly suggest you put Newcastle, Wyoming on your little, uh, little destination chart thing. 
Yes. Can you hear my hands moving? <laughs> Trying to figure out words to say. Um, yes, nerdsforever.com, people. Check them out. Now. Now. Let's talk comics, people. Well, we were talking comics, but let's talk about the FOCs. Uh, specifically from a lunar distribution. These books need to be ordered by Sunday at the absolute latest. So uh, don't procrastinate. Get these orders in. Now, through Lunar, if you aren't familiar, uh, and, uh, you know, this is going to change as time goes on. Uh, the, it's not just DC's outlet anymore of distribution. It is now also Scout's second, dare I say, third outlet of distribution. Maybe even fourth at this point, because now they're, uh... Yeah, uh, Penguin, I think, is who they're... No, hold on. Uh, who is? Are they going through Penguin? Their books are in the Scouts books and trades are in Target now, or coming soon to Target, I believe. People, so the the, the business is growing and expanding vastly. So just because I'm saying the you know Lunar's putting out DC and Scout books only this week, that doesn't mean shit's not going to change next week. So um, just just uh, just be prepared for a lot of change in this industry coming soon. And as a matter of fact. Um, I was talking with my LCS, and they said that they had a very, very positive and relieving conversation with Penguin, uh, Random House Publishing, you know, because that's where Marvel's going to be slipping their, uh, their little willy over to. Was that dirty? It was kind of dirty, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Mar Marvel likes to, uh, sleep around, it looks like. They're not gonna be exclusive to Diamond anymore. Um, that's, that's, I guess it's not old news, it's not necessarily new news either, but it's not common knowledge quite yet either, so know that. But with that being said, oh, the pull list priorities is gonna get messy here <laughs> soon when I'm going between all these different, uh, distributor sites. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see, but my point being is I was told that the conversation had with Penguin was extremely positive. And um, it's looking good, people. It's looking good. I don't think any of this change is change that should be feared. Like I was saying, how the sky was falling when the, you know, the diamond shut down and all of that. I was worried. I was worried. Um, I wasn't saying comics were going to end. I was just saying shit's about to get real. Well, it turns out shit is real, you know. Um, just uh, in a better way than I had imagined. I thought for sure that we'd be reading DC books exclusively digitally by this point. I'm not going to lie. I'm so happy Lunar stepped up. Oh, Lunar, look at you. And all the people talking shit. It's fucking like buying, you know, it's like making mom and pop stores buy from Walmart. Is it? Is it? Is that what it is? <laughs> because that Midtown shit shut down quick. Sorry, I gotta throw shade. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was fucking right, is what I'm saying. Um, did you just say that you were right after fearing that shit was going to be bad? I was right in, a in different ways, people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll call myself out, too. All right, people. FOCs. Due to be ordered by the 18th of July. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, let's start out with some Batman. Uh, Batman Scooby-Dooby-Doo Mysteries number five. Uh, a little 12-parter. Look at that. We got some Bane on there. A little Huntress. Uh, Batman 89. This is probably the most exciting book, I would imagine, on the FOCs from Lunar this week. 
uh, done by Sam Ham <laughs> and Joe Quinones. I believe that's how you say that. So, step back into the Gotham of Tim Burton's seminal classic Batman movies. Batman 89 brings in screenwriter Sam Ham. Oh, okay. Oh, he was a screenwriter for... Uh, gotcha. I was about to say, who the fuck? This makes sense. So, nice, man. Um, to pull a number of threads left dangling by the prolific director. Gotham begin, becomes torn in two as citizens dressed as Batman and the Joker duke it out in the streets. As D.A. Harvey Dent tries to keep the city together, he targets the one problem tearing it apart. Batman. And he'll get Bruce Wayne's help in taking down the Dark Knight. Oh, oh the irony. I think the big takeaway from here, people, is that Harvey fucking Dent is going to get his Batman 89 story arc. That's exciting. Um, hold on, but wasn't it... Uh, who were who they making? Hmm. I'm curious. Who are they going to make? I mean, that clearly looks like... Uh, fucking... I'm, I'm looking at... What is this? The, the, the B cover here? I'm looking at the B cover, and that very much looks like Michael Keaton's Batman, but that does not look like... Uh, the uh, the Harvey Dent that I know from Batman 89. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, continuing on. And there are... Holy shit. There's a... One in 250 on this? Now that looks like... <laughs> okay. I was worried. Um, this is badass, people. That one in 250 is going to be big. Big, big, big. Um, yeah, I don't, I, am I saying order 250 copies of this book? No, but, oh man, I don't, I wouldn't even know how to go about getting a two, uh, one and two, 250. Like, who, who's, who's going to move 250 copies of this book? See, that's, that's, and that's, that's how these books become overprinted is when you put out super rad ass uh, incentive variants that people are going to want and people will jump through the hoops to get. Stores will jump through the hoops to get. But what do you put on a... Hmm. I mean, what kind of price tag do you put on a 1 and 250? That's crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, a... 250 copy minimum order. So, so... No, that's right. Uh, I, I forget. Lunar words their shit weird. Uh, yeah, it is a 1 in 250. Um, it's not a... For every 250, you're able to order as many of these as you want. That, no, no, no. We, I've already went through this argument with myself to you guys. In my head. Zombie. Alright, Batman Cat whole Month. Number 6. I was going to say 66. Number 6. Um, Let's see here. Uh, looks like there's one, two, three covers on this, but Lunar has this one mislabeled. It says the Jim Lee variant. It, it looks to be just a, just a, uh, a virgin cover of the Clay Man variant, or cover A. So, I don't have the, the image for B here, but it's Jim Lee. Do you really need it? Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm attempting to get my, uh, fiancée into this series, but Tom King can be a tough read for some people, so 
we'll see. Um, I read the first issue of this, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Um, but I've been told that if you keep reading, it's good. It makes, uh, it actually makes sense. Sometimes Tom King's stuff doesn't make sense to me. Until later on. It's not like he's a bad writer, it's just, uh, shit gets missed sometimes. Sometimes I don't read between the lines like I... Whatever, shut the fuck up, Brian. Um, Challenge of the Super Sons, number five. One, two covers on this one. There are a lot of hardcovers and trade paperbacks on the FOCs this week, people, so keep that in mind. I don't really go through all of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're going through and ordering, uh, just just take a look. You know, just don't be writing down what I said. Actually go to the FOC website and, yeah. Um, Detective... 1041. Oh, is Dan Mora back? Yes, Dan Mora's back. Oh, and Matthew Rosenberg is getting a... Uh, oh, 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 oh. Let's see, Road to the Task... Yes. So, Matthew Rosenberg, he just announced a new book, Task Force Z. Looks badass. Looks like there's a, a preview to that in this book. So that in itself... I don't know, man. Look at Rosenberg in a Batman book. Oh, this is so badass. Congratulations to Rosenberg, for sure. Derek Robertson's fucking drawing it. Are you kidding me? Oh, life is good for detective fans. Two badass stories in that. What's the price tag on detective these days? Five dollars, yep. Uh, see, I hate that there's so many the comics these days. It's cool that, you know, you get these these extra, like, little mini-stories in there for a dollar. Um, and now there's not really as many, like, Snickers ads and shit, but at the same time, $5 a book, people, you know? Um, <laughs> and you're kind of being forced to spend that extra dollar to get that extra story. I'm not saying it's, it's it's a bad thing, but it is kind of a deterrent for people that aren't acclimated to already high-priced comics. Because when I got into comics, they were still $3 over at DC, you know? Back in my day! But, uh, I mean... If you if you think about it, the average cost of a of, of a DC book has gone up almost two dollars since Brian Michael Bendis has gone over to DC. Just Sam, um, it's crazy. People, Marvel's not really raising their prices, you know, and they're actually not really dropping as many ads either. But the quality of their product is also dookie as well, physically. So, not saying story wise and all of that shit. I'm saying the actual, like, paper quality and ink quality that Marvel prints on is dookie dog shit. Um, there is a dope ass cardstock variant, though. And once again, the cardstock, it's even more money. It's $6 for a cardstock. I really, I don't know what the point of doing the cardstock is, other than just being able to charge a dollar for a piece of paper that costs them about a quarter of a cent more to print on, I'm sure. But what are you going to do? Maybe maybe the, they did a census that I didn't take part of. Maybe we surveyed a hundred families. And uh, that was that was the Louis Anderson. Not, not the, the Steve Harvey. <laughs> but not on purpose. It's because I'm fucking nasally and still sick, apparently. You're just... Uh, I keep pausing it to try to get this shit out of me. You're just going to have to deal with Steve Urkel for the rest of this podcast, I guess. I apologize. Fact is, um, oh, this sucks. Sucks having all this shit just right up in my nasals. Uh, the, the, I mean, the cardstock variant's great. You know, I, it's nice having a quality whatever, but for a dollar more, 
I don't know. I mean, is it would it be blasphemous to charge four forty nine, or I don't know five forty nine? I guess fifty cents more. Uh, I don't know why everything has to be in increments of a dollar. I think they do better, to be honest. I really do. You know, I look at five forty nine and I think, hey, it's five bucks. I look at five ninety nine and I'm like, that's that's like ten dollars. <laughs> but that, but I'm also a fucking idiot as well. So. Once again, I wasn't surveyed in the hundred fucking comic book people asking about how they like their books to be priced. Uh, Future State Gotham, number four. Uh, three covers on that one. There is a pretty incredible... Uh, uh, what, is it, what do we got here? We got uh, Idris Elba and that Aussie dude and Sylvester Stallone in character, mind you. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, uh, badass, badass, Who, who's doing this, uh, Dima Ivanov, uh, sounds like a fucking UFC fighter, to be honest, uh, <laughs> that's badass, man, that's a sweet cover, um, I don't even know what you would call that, that, that medium, I mean, it's probably digitally done, but, it's, it's cool brushstrokes, I like that, um, was it, yeah, that's the, that's the C cover I'm talking about there, uh, hardware, number one, yeah, bitches. Uh, Brandon Thomas and Dennis Cowan. Bill Sankovich gets a credit on here. Ooh, Sankovich. I said it wrong, sorry. Uh, yeah, man. This, uh, uh, the hardware story in the milestone number zero was badass. Honestly, I liked everything in the milestone number zero, except for whatever they were doing with static for whatever reason. Um, I think I've just come to the determination that I'm not a huge fan of Vita Ayala's writing as of yet they got a they're, they're still young they got a lot of you know developing to do but they sure are getting a lot of major major projects for uh yeah uh <laughs> um so young in the game but what are you gonna do a uh, fact is this is not vita ayala and i'm super pumped for this i love the hardware story that was in milestone as i had just said and uh, I'm, I'm pumped to see what uh Thomas and Cowan and Sankevich and Sotomayor all do. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, two covers on this as well. And the, 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 I, I like the Dennis Cowan old school cardstock variant. Does it have to be cardstock, though? See, this is one where this is a three ninety nine book still. That's because there's not a backup story. It's when they put the backup stories, and they're like, ah, got you for a dollar, bitches, whether you wanted it or not. Get you some Justice League Dark for the price of a dollar. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm very on the fence about that. Uh, let's see here. What else? What do we have? Uh, I Am Batman, number zero. Okay, what do we got going on here? It's John Ridley still doing his his uh, Future State stuff. So Future State gave readers a preview of things to come with Jace Fox as the new Batman. But his debut in the Coraline arrives with a bang. Picking up immediately from the events of the next Batman, Second Son, Jace thrusts himself into action with the Magistrate's crackdown on Alley Town begins. What? Thrusts himself into action when the Magistrate's crackdown on Alley Town begins using armor he's found in the abandoned hibernaculum. That's a new word. The age of the new Dark Knight starts here. So why not just keep the title going? Why have to... I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure there's a good reason for it. 
So yeah, if you if you want to know what's going on in the future, then yeah, look at these covers though. Jesus Christ, uh, the Derek Chu cover. All right, this is the best Derek Chu cover I've ever seen. Normally, it's all super poppy, uh, you know, very. I don't know. It looks like it belongs on a Japanese billboard in Tokyo, but this. I mean, it's still got its color, but because it's Batman, it's it's not all like peace signs and bubblegum and suckers and lollipops. A lollipop is a sucker. No, it is Batman beating the shit out of. I don't know. Is that a is that a peacekeeper unit? I can't tell. That is badass. Um, so far, cover of the week. But we continue on. Even the C cover is pretty rad too. Dave Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, those are some peacekeepers on there. Nice, man. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, look at that. The one in 25 as well. Get some. Infinite Frontier number four. This is a series that you have to have on your pull list if you want to know what's going on. One, two, three covers on this one and a pretty badass one in 25. Cardstock. Oh, yeah. Puppeteer Lee. Who the fuck is Puppeteer Lee? You have my attention. It's, I, I get a Lucio Perillo type of vibe. Who the fuck is that? I can't even tell who's on that cover. Is that a new character? Is that like Two-Face got a lantern ring or something, but with no ring? What is going on? That is badass. Um, probably something to keep your eye on. That, that, that one in 25. Uh, so far, that might be, that might be the big winning book. Uh, Joker, number six. Number five was fucking weird, huh? Uh, one, two, three covers on this one. Nope, four covers. And a one in 25 new character as well. Um, I don't know who is featured on this cover, but I do know that um, uh, Ricardo Federici himself did confirm while he was drawing this, because I follow him on the social medias, that it is, in fact, a new character. I don't know where he's popping out of, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know, let's read the description for Joker number 26. After barely surviving in the jungles of Belize, the Joker flees to Europe. Jim Gordon pursues the madman, but the seeds of doubt begin to sprout. If the Joker didn't gas Arkham Asylum, who did? And what's the next move for vengeance, daughter of Bane? Backup punchlines take over a black gate penitentiary continues as her most insidious goal becomes clear. Find a woman she used to call her friend in her college days and make her pay for her betrayal. Uh, and on the outside, Harper Rowe tries to pull her brother Colin back to the brink of Jokerized radicalization. Is that supposed to be Colin on the cover there? I don't know who this new character is, but I would imagine it is going to be a first cover appearance regardless. Nice. Um, yeah, keep your eye on that one, that's for damn sure. Uh, Justice League Last Ride, number four. On two covers on this one. Uh, what do we got here? Pennyworth. Whoa. Well, hold on, I skipped ahead here. Midnight Western Theater, out of Scout, number four. So that's that vampire western book. That that was kind of neat. Uh, Pennyworth, number one. Yes. This looks like James Bond. Uh, Scott Brian Wilson and Ron Juan Gideon. Jorge Fornis on that cover. 
So spanning the years between the hit TV show and today, Pennyworth tells the continuing adventures of Alfred Pennyworth as an MI6 counterintelligence agent, this time in the Cold War era Soviet Russia. When Alfred and his partner receive intelligence that nuclear weapons are being mal malfunctioned, manufactured near the Arctic Circle, they're off to infiltrate the remote military base to learn more. But things don't go exactly as planned, and the ramifications of this mission may be far more reaching than anyone could have guessed, as our present-day butler gets dragged into his past. Nice. Um, something to speculate on? I don't know. I don't know, that's kind of a... Yeah. But, with that being said, it's, it's, it seems interesting. There's just no variant covers or anything like that to chase, it's just the one... It's a seven-issue series. Um, yeah, I don't know. That might be, might be worth giving a shot. Uh, Redshift, number two. More out of Scout. It's a little six-parter. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number three. One, two covers on this one. Uh, Superman, uh, Red and Blue, number six. One, two, three covers on this one. Uh, and Wonder Woman 777. Oh, three covers on this one. Oh, yeah, if you're into slot machines, this is your book. I'm kidding. Oh, look at that Suicide Squad variant on this one. <laughs> That's badass. Will Mirai, I think, is on that one. So, yeah, three covers on Wonder Woman 777. Not a whole lot to really speculate on this week with the, the Lunar FOCs, but... Yeah, we're just getting started, bitches. Let's go over to, uh to Diamond, that distributor, huh? Let me get my filters on here. Do, do, do. All right, let's see what uh, needs to be ordered by Monday, July 19th at the absolute latest, starting with Vault. Uh, let's see here, we have Engine War, number 12, two covers on that one. Giga, number five, this is one that people are really still digging. Um, I actually thought they'd be further than number five by now, to be honest. So they take a little break? Uh, two covers on this one. Is that Jay Lee? John, John Lay. Okay, let's say that doesn't look like Jay Lee. Uh, nice. Very nice. The slumbering gods will wake, rending metal and flesh. God, that sounds so fucking, well, metal. Uh, let's see. Two covers on Giga. Hollow Heart, number six. Two covers on that. And Vampire, The Masquerade, number ten. Bad ass. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade apparently is getting turned into a series. Was it Netflix, I think? Probably Netflix. Uh, nothing on Valiant from the FOCs this week. How about Titan? We've got Blade Runner Origins. Uh, number five. One, two, three, four, five, five, five covers. Uh, we got a number one. Elric Dreaming City. All right. Ugh. All right, so here's the deal, people. I've come to the determination that Mike Mignola um, isn't all he's cracked up to be. I don't... What the fuck is that? After that Masters of the Universe cover and now whatever the fuck this is, Elric Dreaming City, uh... Yeah, I'm, uh... I'm not sure what's going on here with uh, Mignola. Like, he missed his... That's not where... What? What? I don't know. Jeez, stop it. I don't want to... I'm done looking at that. 
Alright, what is this? I'm gonna click on a different cover and see. Uh, no, that's a fucking badass cover. Valentine Secker. See, that's that's how you do art right there, people. Alright, so what is this? Gorgeous comic... comic Alright, so it's a... Apparently this is a comic adaptation of a... Novel... Saga something? Um, so yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's got a dark elf on it and a dragon and a sword and shit, so that's, that's, that's what I'm gonna give you on that. I mean, Elric, what did you expect? The Dreaming City? One, two, three, four, five covers on that one. And we got Life is Strange... Uh, coming home at number two, one, two, three, four, five covers on this one. This is a six dollar book. Jesus Christ. Uh, indie books should not ever be six dollars. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Unless it's like a triple oversized issue. Even a double sized issue of an indie should be five bucks. You know, it's. I mean, any sized issue, for that matter. No comic should ever be more than $5. You want to put out an 80-page extravaganza? Bite the fucking bullet. You're doing it for 5 bucks. There. I said it. This is ridiculous, the price of comics these days. Especially a series that... Ugh, it's so cult. Maybe that's how they get away with it, though. Uh, and then, lastly... I know, there's a lot from Titan this week. We've got Monday, Monday. Number two. And it's just, uh, apparently it's just the Pride FOC variant, so, yeah. Um, I don't, I, another thing, Jesus Christ, Brian, shut up. Uh, and I'm not talking shit on creators or anything like that. Creators have no fucking stake in when their book gets, uh, you know, how, yeah, distributed and how it gets distributed. They just make the thing and then submit it. The publisher uh, does the rest. But when a number two's already been out, and they're like, oh, by the way, here's the variant for that. You know, I think Layla's, the mini deaths of Layla Star, number three, did that. They just put out the variant after, I already read number three. You know, it's, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I, I, I kind of understand their, their, their method to it. It gives people a second chance at get their, getting their hands on a book as a new release. But still. And, uh, I don't know, it just makes things confusing for people. People that try to pay a whole lot of attention, like myself. So, just another little rant, I guess. From Titan, we go to Oni. Yeah, we have some Oni this week. Oni Press, we have Kaiju Max, Season 6, Number 3. And Orcs in Space, Number 3. Two covers on Orcs in Space. You thought I was going to do it long again, huh? Uh, now I scroll. Now I scroll. The journey of Up begins. Black Mass Comics. What is this? Immediately, this looks badass. Uh, wow, how have I not heard of this? Space Riders Vortex of Darkness. Very simple. Like, the, the, the cover art here looks like it belongs on a pog. But, I think that's cool. You know, it's it's super simple. What do we got here? We're working with... One, two, three colors. Four if you include black. Now, uh, keep in mind, black covers, they're very hard to, to maintain integrity. So, um, books like this down the road, you know, uh, for cult readers, they're like, oh, fuck, I missed number four of Space Riders, Vortex of Darkness. Twenty years later, I'm going to go through and I'm going to try to find it. It's going to be very hard for them to find a pristine copy 
of this book on account of how many Cheeto-fingered some bitches uh, are, yeah, are going to get their hands on all, all over these, these black covers. So, with that being said, for that reason in itself, if you're in for a long-haul investment, uh, and not just for um, in this series, but for any series for that matter, if uh, predominantly black-covered books over time will gain value, no matter the book. Um, just, that's the thing. But, stuff like this, where the cover in itself is also pretty fucking cool, uh, yeah, man, um, I, uh, yeah, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> read the fucking, <coughs> excuse me, the, uh, the, the description here. So I got uh, from Carlos Giffoni, Giffoni and Alexis Zerit. It starts out, adios pendejos sold. I'll start with issue number four. The writers infiltrate the palace in the mind of the mother of all evil gods. They hope to find her soul and put it to rest forever. A one-way trip to the deepest darkness of a demonic mind. Hail Satan. Fuck. Are, are you... Where is this book? See, now I'm going to be the guy that is going to start at number four and go, well, I'm going to have to find me issues one, two, and three, and i got to have my fingers crossed. They're not going to be super fucking black covers because I want my shit pristine, bitches. Oh, man. See, I am one of those people. I am proof. Where is this series? How has this not been on my radar? Is Black Mass just now on the FOCs or something? I don't think that's the case. Alright, I'm writing this down. Space Riders Vortex of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, that's cool. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's not like the art is super fantastic. It is minimalist in a super simplistic 90s retro way. Um, scrolling up, once again, journeying... Make sure we don't miss anything. Aftershock. We've got Bunny Mask, number three. Uh, yeah, I love the first issue. It's still on the pull list. I still have to open up number two. It's like second to, from the top on the reading list this week. Um, Campisi. What is Campisi? The Dragon Incident. James Patrick and Marco Lacati. Alright, Sonny Campisi is a small-time fixer of the mob-controlled neighborhood of Green Village. If you don't pay your gambling debt, he'll come and collect. Ah, look at him with his baseball bat. If you don't pay your gambling debt... Oh, that's what I just said. If you get a little rough with one of the girls, he gets a little rough with you. But when a dragon flies into town and Sonny is one of those who's tasked with getting rid of it, it's a problem unlike he's any he's ever faced... And a chain of events begins that will affect everyone who lives in the neighborhood. Especially Sunny. I would imagine. Random motherfucking dragon versus a baseball bat. Mobster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. The guy that brought you Kaiju's, Kaiju score. And uh, yeah. So it's a comedy. Good. It better be a fucking comedy. Uh, <laughs> plays like... One part get shorty, one part dragon slayer. Yeah, that's about what I imagined. Um, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Aftershock coming out with some funky weird shit, and I dig it. 
Uh, Clans of Bolari, number two on the FOCs this week, and Miles to go, number five. So we got four from Aftershock. Uh, one of which already on the pull list, one of which I am adding. Um, we've got Action Lab Danger Zone. No, no we don't. No we do not. How about a Blaze? Do we have a Blaze? We have Captain Harlock, Space Pirate. Uh, number three, one, two, three, four, five covers on this one. Because that's what a Blaze does. Variety. Um, <laughs> even on a number three. Uh, however you gotta sell your books, I guess, people. Um, I have nothing against the Blaze. I do think that they put out some, some pretty neat stuff. Um, I, uh, uh yeah. Boom! <laughs> See how I just moved along from there? I had nothing else to say. Boom! We've got Eat the Rich, number one. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Sean Gay or Sarah. Sarah, where did I get Sean from? Sarah Gailey and P.S. Bach? Alright, Kevin Tong on the cover there. What unspeakable horror eats at the heart of Crestfall, Crestfall Bluffs. Oh, with law school and her whole life ahead of her, Joey plans to summer with her boyfriend Aster in a seemingly perfect hometown of Crestfall Bluffs. Plans to summer? Summer's not a... Since when is summer a verb? I'm gonna go summer. What? I'm. I'm I, I. I could see plans her summer with her boyfriend, but plans to summer. I'm gonna go get my summer on. Summer's not a verb. It's not something you do. It's 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 a. It's a state. <laughs> it's a chance to finally meet Astro's family and childhood's friends, all while enjoying a vacation. With every need attended to by servants. Oh, look at her. Oh, because the rich. But beneath the affluent perfection lies a dark, deadly rot. Will Joey discover the truth before it's too late? And if she does, can she survive to tell the tale? Oh, the bold, horrifying psychological thriller. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know, it actually has kind of an interesting premise. I immediately thought going into this, this was going to be like a uh, uh, an extreme lefty type of book, you know? Fuck the rich and all of that type of shit, but I, I think this might be uh, <laughs> something more. I think this might be the rich fucking some people. Look, maybe it's a super righty book. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It actually seems very much just in its own thing, and uh, yeah. Um, um, but that's that's not what I got out of the title. That's why it's important to read the descriptions at times. Um, let's see here. What do we got? One, two, three covers on this one. Uh, Eve, number four. One, two covers on this one. One that, you know, it, it should be on everybody's fucking radar. Uh, Momo, number two. Huh. I, or Momo, sorry. I didn't hear anything about number one yet, but it did just come out. Like, I don't know. Uh, from when I'm recording this podcast, like 12, uh, 24 hours ago, um, math. So yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything on it yet, but we'll see. Um, the mini deaths of Layla Star wrapping up. Oh, look at this. We got a foil variant as well for just a dollar more. See that a foil variant. I'll pay an extra buck for, you know, but just making the paper a little bit thicker, you know, I don't know if that does it for me. 
Um, you know, the, the, the downfall to a cardstock variant is uh, a lot harder to press if any damage occurs. You know, this regular magazine paper can be pressed. Cardstock, that's a difficult job. Um, yeah, keep that in mind. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this series, though. And I honestly think that all variants that come out with this series are going to be highly collectible. Because I think this series will have its due. Series. Series, 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 series. How many times are you going to say that word, Brian? Um, <coughs> yeah. Madam Offen number 10. One, two, three covers on this one. What was this? FOC reveal variant. Well, it looks pretty revealed to me already. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, the art's already there. Usually on the reveals, they don't give you the art until... Yeah. Um, new characters, perhaps? Oh, maybe. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm actually a couple issues behind, sadly, on the, the Power Rangers books, both of them. I'm going to have to do a little, uh, uh, little bingy poo. What am I? I think I... That's issue seven, I think, for both of them. So, yeah, got some catching up to do. And lastly, from Boom this week, we got the WWE New Day Power of Positivity, number two. Two covers on this one. Um, you know, I get wrestling is super big and popular. I don't understand wrestling comics. I mean, I guess I kind of do, but what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, hold on. Are they, are they the? Oh, they're, they're, they wrote it. Okay. I'm, if I had to guess, there's three writers on this. I don't know what any of their names are, other than one of them I think is Big E, and one of the names here starts with an E, Evan. So <laughs> that big motherfucker's name is Evan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the least scariest name I've ever heard of. Um, e, e, sorry, I don't know. I guess that's why it's Big E and not Evan. Big Evan. Big Evan would never scare me. Little Evan, that suits. Sorry, I'm on a fucking tangent this morning. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just not a big fan of grown-ass, muscle-bound, whatever, playing the uh, the unicorn and rainbow game. It's just uh it's just a little off putting for me. A lot of pink. A lot of pink. Brian, you should be more comfortable with your real men comfortable with their sexuality or or super super comfortable. Or you know, they they, they have the right. You know. They're they're, they're the ones. They, they they can wear the rainbows and the neons and the pinks and the yellows and the the unicorns and whatnot. Eh. Is that is that super confident? Um, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's just fucking bubblegum. You know, that's all it is. I don't think it has anything to do with fucking sexuality. I think it's just fucking bubblegum. And it's, uh, to me, I mean, to me, liking The New Day and what they're about is no different than, you know, grown men into My Little Pony. It is, it just is what it is. It's just soft, you know? Um, I don't, it's, and that's... Uh, it's not for me. Uh, <laughs> um, two covers on this too. Both eight dollar books. Jesus Christ! Uh, does Vince McMahon not pay well enough? Um, 
IDW. Shots fired. Canto, uh, number three. Lionhearted, number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canto, part three. Chapter three? Yes. Uh, you need to be collecting all things Canto, people. Duh. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. I sounded kind of slow the way that came out of my mouth. Like I said, people, I got a lot of stuff in my throat right now. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. How's that for enunciation? Number 285. One, two covers on this one. Look, ah, my little pony. Like I just said, friendship is magic. Number 101. We're in triple digits now, officially, people. Well, I guess the last issue would have been officially, but yeah. Um, one, two covers on this one. Oh, what do we have here? Star Wars. High Republic Adventures Monster Temple Peak. Okay. The Monster of Temple Peak. Alright. Follow former Jedi turned saber for hire Monster Hunter Ty Yorick in her first comic appearance in this all new High Republic miniseries by Kevin Scott. And Rachel Slot. Stott. I like it when the creator's names no relation rhyme. Scott and Stott. Bam. It's one of them Scott Stotts. Scott Stott stories. Mmm. That's it's been fun. Ty <laughs> I think that's honestly all I really need to say. There's a whole nother paragraph here about how brave Ty is. But just know this. This is probably the the this might be the one, people. This, so far, out of all of my, uh, my, oh, you better get multiples of this, which I haven't had any of those yet, this is definitely the one that you probably are going to want to focus on. It's a $5 book. Definitely pre-order it. Get a discount. Find a place that gives you a discount. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say there's probably a 1 in 10 on this. Order 10 of them. Get that 1 in 10. Uh... New cover appearance. I mean, hold, look Look at this. Look at that saber. That saber is dope. Uh, Ty Yorick. Yeah. That's, that's all about it. And there's a little weird rabbit-looking thing, too. Um, that's not a rabbit-looking thing at all. It kind of is. You be the judge. This is the book, people. So far. So far. This be the one. Um... They're really building up this High Republic stuff. In case you haven't noticed, there is 100% going to be... Uh, honestly, I, I don't think it's going to be a Disney Plus series. At this point, I think this is going to be the next Star Wars trilogy. Is High Republic. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that, but... Mm, I feel like that's what they're building up to. Dark Horse this week on the FOCs. We have Hellboy and the BPRD Secret of Chesbro House. Of the Chesbro House. Number two, just a little two-parter. One, two covers on this one. Uh, is that Mike Mignola on the cover? Nope, nope. It's someone uh, attempting to draw like Mike Mignola. Only, only. It's really, really good. I'm telling you, that, that just this like blocky, I'm just going to put random shapes down. And the, I, I, don't, I don't understand this. Um, I, and I, I feel like I'm talking blaspheme. Talking down on Mignola. Like, the dude has created some amazing shit, no doubt. But as of late, his drawing skills are slipping. <clears throat> At least on non-Hellboy projects. 
Uh, House of Lost Horizons, number four. Master of the Universe Revelation, number two. One, two covers on this one. Look at these covers. Jesus Christ. Dave Wilkins on that A cover. That is amazing. I mean, I'm not even a Motu fan, and that looks badass. <coughs> ah, that is so sweet. Um, and then this B cover. Who's doing the B cover? Uh, yeah, but, but I thought so. Bill Sienkiewicz. That. Ah, man. See, just the, the art for these two covers makes me want to figure out what the fuck Motu's about. I actually have it on the pull list. Um, I'm not... I don't really have any intention on reading it. It's more for the sake of speculation, to be honest. Um, and I, uh, even then, it's a long shot. Actually, I do kind of... I take that back. I, I retract what I just said. Um, I, I'm going to flip that. I do have the intention on reading this series, but... I'm going to be the little lame that watches the animated series first. And I'll make the determination from there. But if the series catches me, yeah, I am going to actually pick this up. <coughs> ah. Secret Land, number three of a four-parter. It's a very intriguing cover. Christopher Emgard and Thomas Ara. The Nazis have burst something unspeakable at the Antarctic base. And Catherine has... And Catherine is determined to stop it. Yes. Alright, so yeah, I don't know fucking anything about killing Nazis. I'm, uh... I think I'm, I'm, I'm 100% behind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the secret land is. I feel like I probably should have talked about one and two already. Maybe I did. But, uh... Yeah, that's a like I said, it's a very interesting cover. It was kind of, you know what I was going on about black covers, you know, stand super clean and whatever. This is a predominantly white cover, so same thing. White covers yellow very easily. They you know it's hard to get a nine point eight on a predominantly white cover. So same type of thing, people. Um, you never know. You never know the desire of the future. Um, and this this cover has potential. Uh, unbelievable unteens. <laughs> the world of Black Hammer. So I am 100% getting into the, the Black Hammer universe as it starts to trickle out now. Um, I, I messed up on the Black Hammer Visions thing. This is That was my chance again. But I'm, I'm writing this one down. Un... Believable unteens, written by the uh, the curator of the Black Hammer universe himself, Jeff Lemire, along with Tyler Crook, uh, from the world. We we know what world it's from. After signing at a comic book convention, unbelievable unteen artist Jane Ito finds herself visited by one of the characters from her own creation. <gasps> but was it her own creation? Uh, were the Unteens an actual school of teenage misfit superheroes who battled supervillains under the lead of the mysterious Dr. Miles Monarcher? And if so, who wiped their memories, and why? As Jane's world is turned upside down, and she learns the true nature of her identity, she discovers a sinister plot leading to... leading her to assemble a team she has suspected was purely fictional. Yeah, no, this sounds amazing. Um, I, I really wish I knew more about the Black Hammer universe, but with that being said, this is, uh, I, I know Skulldigger and Skeleton Boy, 
that was my real introduction. The unteens, the unbelievable unteens, will be my uh, ah yes, my my continuing lead-in into this universe. Amazing, and let's see, let's look at this B cover here. Uh, John McCree, John McCree, yes, yes, that is, that's cool. So first cover appearances of the unbelievable unteens on this one. You're going to want to pick up the A and the B cover, people. The Black Hammer universe will be adapted. It is. It, it is. <sighs> I think it's a no-brainer, to be honest. Uh, Image Comics. Image Comics. We have A Man Among Ye, number six. Two covers on that one. Uh, what is this? Aquarius Book of Myrrh. All right. Afu Richardson. Uh, artist of HBO's Lovecraft Country, blah, blah. All right. A modern retelling of mermaid myths and legends from all over the world. In 1983, Harlem, something surfaces from the haunted lake of Astra's dreams. She's plagued by visions of ancestors, monsters, and merfolk. What will she sacrifice to finally have peace? This quarterly comic will be accompanied by music... For a unique storytelling experience. Okay. We'll see what happens when you have TV folk coming on to do comics. Yeah. Shit changes people. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. If anything, it's kind of groundbreaking. I mean, somewhat groundbreaking. It's not. I don't think it's the first time uh, a story's ever been accompanied by music. But it's not, nece- it's not common by any means. So yeah, I don't know. Check that out. Uh, Aquarius, the Book of Myrrh. Maybe something we're speculating on. But that David Mack cover. Mm-hmm. How many covers do we have on this? A total of four, it looks like. Yeah, four covers. All at five bucks a pop. Um, and keep in mind, it is quarterly. So, yeah, you're only going to get four issues a year. Bitterroot, number 15. Oh, yeah. This is uh, the finale of the third arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a, is that a new character? Fuck, am I behind on this? I don't think I'm behind on this. Yeah, I don't think I'm behind on Bitterroot. Um, well, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely not. I guess it's just been too long since that last issue. Which, not like it's behind or anything. Uh, say behind again, Brian. Say behind again, motherfucker. Um, one, two covers on this one. Uh, I don't have an image on the B cover, so, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on that one. Um, hot series right now, people, especially, you know, announcing that Regina King is going to be directing the movie. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Deep Beyond, number seven, one, two, three, four covers on this one. Lazarus Risen, number six, just one cover there. Uh, Oblivion Song, number 33. That one's continuing on. I actually thought that one ended, but guess not. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number two. I hear people saying real good things about the first issue. I haven't got around to reading it yet. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think I need to track it down. No, yeah, it's not in my... It wasn't in my stack. Isn't that weird? Um, but... I uh, Based off of the amount of good reviews that I've seen already on this... Um, those are the things that start catapulting a, uh, a book up. I guess it was kind of featured on the Key Collector app as well. So, that helps, no doubt. But, yeah, um, I don't know. Hearing good things. I mean, it's Kyle Higgins, so. 
That should say something in itself. Add it to your pull list. Um, Savage Dragon, number 260. I, I swear to God, I just talked about this. I think they keep Savage Dragon on the FOCs three weeks in a row. Just to... I don't know. Well, Savage Dragon readers, there's nobody new jumping on Savage Dragon. It's already on your fucking pull list. I don't know. I don't get it. Savage Dragon readers, come at me. Tell me. Tell me why. At Cheers to Comics on the old Twitter. Um, fucking, is, is there something that I'm missing here? Why is Savage Dragon on the FOCs every single week, it seems? Um, and uh, like I said, it's like three weeks for one issue, and then maybe a week off, and then they'll go three weeks on 261. Uh, it's just, maybe I'm wrong on that. That's what it feels like. Uh, Silver Coin, number five. Super stoked on this series. Um, let's see here. What am I, uh, I gotta, I gotta read the, the Jeff Lemire issue. I think these are all, yeah, these are all a series of one shots. Kind of like Think Ice Cream Man, you know? Um, just, uh, yeah, different. With all different creative new... Well, I guess not new creative teams. I guess technically they are new creative teams. Um, Michael Walsh is illustrating all of them. Just a new writer each time. So, yeah. <coughs> um, and then lastly, from the indies to be ordered this week by Image, we have Six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number three. Uh, I think this is just a six-parter, I believe. Um, fuck it. It might not be. Uh, maybe I should go through and read issues one and two, just to be sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, this is a series I feel has a lot of potential just based off of you know, for one, you know what Kyle Starks has done, and two, the 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 premise around it all. So yeah, uh, but it, fuck, I I. I didn't read number one because I thought it was just a, a mini-series, and I was just going to binge them all. But if this is an ongoing, I should probably get on with it. Um, yeah, there you go. So those are all the indies coming out this week. Uh, I still stand by my fact that IDW is putting out the, the, the big order, a bunch of them, book of the week, that Star Wars Adventures uh, little mini-series. It, was it a mini-series or was it a one-shot? Let me double-check that. Do, 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 IDW. Yeah, no, it was a miniseries. Uh, four? Yeah, four-issue miniseries. 100% yes. Um, I mean, for all of the reasons. And, once again, I would imagine... Unfortunately, Diamond doesn't give me a lot of the incentive uh, ratios on this. Actually, like, 99% of them they don't give. And it's very rare when they tell you about an incentive. So, <coughs> with that being said... I would imagine that, you know, with IDW's history of putting out one in tens, ordering ten copies of this is going to be a, uh, a, a, I don't know, man. It's like you're the house in the casino, you know? The house always wins. You're going to win. You will win. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, Marvel. Finally, all of the last, all of the books to be ordered by Monday the 18th. Um, we have America Chavez made in the USA number five. Two covers on that one. I do not have an image on the B cover, so keep that in mind. Um, and why do I say that? Why, do, why, why does that matter? Because 
I would tell you if there was something gnarly or a new character that I've never seen before or something like that. And a lot of times when they don't release the image for a book um, pre-FOCs, the book becomes less ordered. And on some occasions, um, books that are under that realm, they will pop off with a holy shit, that cover is dope, or oh my god, that's a first cover appearance of a character, or something along those lines, and yeah, so just just keep that in mind. Um, uh, Avengers Tech On, number one, well, let's see here, four covers on this one, alright, there's a toy variant, so that's intriguing. If it, is it anything like an action figure variant? Once again, I don't have an image there. Um, the series in itself, though, I kind of read about it ahead of time. I don't know if it's... We'll see. Jim Zub and Chamba are on this one. When the Red Skull wields a strange new power that strips heroes of their powers and threatens the entire world, the adventurers turn to Tony Stark's experimental technology to save us all. Here come the Iron Avengers. Avengers Tech On. Sleek high-tech power suits bristling with energy and amped-up attack power face off against supervillains enhanced to match. Yeah, it's 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 Avengers Mech War. It's it's you get an Iron Man suit, you get an Iron Man suit, you get an Iron Man suit instead of you get a Hulkbuster, you get a Hulkbuster. You it's the same thing. Um, I would imagine. I mean, I haven't read it. I can't say that, but that's that's what it feels like. Um, now, with that being said, I'm a fucking Iron Man fanatic, so, yeah, I'm kinda into this. What is it, six issues? Yeesh, wish they'd just do like a three-parter. Um, I don't know, I'm gonna check out number one, we'll see. Uh, Black Cat Annual number one, second printing, yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say you're probably gonna wanna pick up at least one copy of this. I don't know if it's the one to go heavy on, but remember how I called that, 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 yeah, that first printing, saying that's probably going to be a big book. Yeah. Uh, listen to the podcast, people. Listen to me. It'll take you places. Ah, Captain Marvel, number 31. One, two covers on this one. Um, Children of the Atom, number six. Two covers on this one. Daredevil, number 31, getting a second printing. Ooh, interesting. Um, and Daredevil, number 33, coming out as well. What is this? This variant. Marvel Games variant. I don't have... I wish they'd give me the fucking images sooner. Uh, but yeah, two two covers on this one. Uh, there, I'm sorry. Defenders. Defenders are back. Is that Trad Moore on the cover? No, it's Javier Rodriguez. Wow, that's very Trad Mori. Uh, this is an interesting team. You know, we got the Masked Raider and Doctor Strange and fucking Red Harpy. Pretty sure that's Silver Surfer. Uh, oh, shit. What is her name? Starts with an I. Uh, part of the A-Force. I forget her name. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah, I. Uh, that's an interesting Defenders team. That is not the Defenders. There's, there's no original Defenders on there. Crazy. The Defenders of the Cosmos, huh? Red Harpy goes into the Cosmos. Oh, look at all these covers. One, two, three, four, five. Just five. That's still a lot. Ron Lim. Oh, that Momoko. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, honestly, that's probably one of the better Momoko variants, but... You know, she set herself up by not drawing anything but just part of a profile of a face. You know? I think she's starting to realize that she can't draw fingers. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. That's that, that's not necessarily true, but there is a little... Uh, oh my gosh, and there's a leaf-filled variant. And there's no image for it, but... Good lord, it's probably a good thing, because Leafield and Momoko is right next to each other. It's, it's blinding. Oh. Uh, Fantastic Four, Life Story, number three. One that I very much wish was on my pull list, but for whatever reason, it's it's not at it. That's cool. I'm actually trade weight this one. I feel like this is a good one to trade weight. Uh, have on the shelf. Um, Rereadability, you know? Um... I, mean, I don't think there's they're gonna be introducing anything super crazy or gnarly into this series, and even like they did with the the Spider-Man book issue two of the Life Stories, Zarsky introduced the Black Goblin. That yeah, sure that book I think it peaked at like twenty bucks for a couple of months, but I, I you can't give the book away now. I mean that's not necessarily true, but my 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 point being, even if anything did pop off in this series, and it was like oh fuck, I should have. Just give it a little bit. It, the, the 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 hype will die down eventually, and then when it does die down, go through get your issue, and then you know actually get two, um, and then you know go from there. Ah, uh, let's see here. Marvel's Voices Pride number one going into a second printing. All right, so there is a uh, a first appearance of a, a a new character that came out of this. So that's saying something. I think the second printing shouldn't be $10, though. Just saying. Uh, Miles, that's crazy. $10? Come on. You know, and I don't think it was an 80-pager either. Yeah, I just... Uh, what are you going to do? Um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number 29. Mm -hmm. The Clone Saga is over, but at least Miles and the people he loves poignantly changed. Uh, that's a sweet A cover. Sweet A cover. Uh, I don't have an image for the B cover here. It says Marvel Games variant. You know what? Hang on a second. I am going to see if I could find any of the games variants elsewhere. Because I have learned that Previous World isn't always the first one to release the images. So hang on just a second. So yeah, I don't know. I just I, I went and I, I did some research just now. Editing. And, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of images released for these. Uh, I guess they're going by the Natiz Marvel Games variants. Um, I have seen a couple of them. Like, I, I came across a Silk one and a Black Panther one. Um, they actually do look pretty dope. I don't know what it has to do with games, other than the fact that there's a tiny little thing on there that says Duel on the cover somewhere, but the actual art itself, I don't know if Natiz is the artist, let me look here, I mean, Daredevil has one too, so it's got me wondering, yeah, Natiz, uh, the fucking art's pretty dope, you know, according to the Black Panther and the Silk ones from last week's FOC, so, yeah, I don't know, I'm probably going to, uh, I'm going to get on these, uh, despite the fact that I don't have the images in front of me now. So I, I don't know what the Marvel Games thing's supposed to be, but that in itself, I mean, the, the art is cool. And I'm not a gamer, so it's, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be at all. Are they doing, like, a Marvel fighting game or something? That would be so fucking cool. Um, <laughs> Runaways, number 38, one, two covers on this one. Why is there, whatever. 
Uh, Spider-Man Spider Shadow, number five. I'm still hearing great things about this series. Uh, it's wrapping up, though. Little mini-series is over after this week. Star Wars High Republic, number eight. Uh, two covers on this one. Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number three. Two covers on this one. There's a John Tyler Christopher action figures variant, but I don't have the image, unfortunately. Um, I usually just go in on those blind. A lot of times I don't, I don't pop off to like or pop off, <laughs> pop off. Uh, they don't, they don't really show up or release the image till like Saturday or Sunday. So yeah, I don't know. I, sometimes I end up with a a figure variant that I'm not too fond of, but whatever. I like the figure vo- variants as a whole, so just go for it. There's also a a wanted poster variant as well. That makes me wonder. Hmm. If it's Boba Fett that's featured on that poster, then it's that's going to be a big book. Um, the, the Boba Fett headshot variant that came out just this last week from, uh, what is it, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number two? Or, I think, yeah. Uh, what, yeah, n- number two. That, 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 that uh, cover did well. I think I might have even said that that cover could do well, but I didn't. I didn't buy into it myself just because I was all about that Bosk <laughs> action figure variant. Um, X-Force, number 22. Two covers on that one. X-Men Legends, number 6. I thought this would be over by now, to be honest. Uh, they're just going to keep going with them. Um, and I- I'm not reading it by any means. I am, however, collecting all the action figure variants. Some of them are bangers. Some of them are... Uh, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. But uh, <laughs> as far as, like, why would they feature that character? But what are you going to do? It makes it fun. I'm a big John Tyler Christopher fan, so... Yeah. Shit, that's it. You know what I just realized? I, I had, Are there any books through Marvel that are worth uh, speculating on this week? Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, there are. Um, <laughs> a couple things I did leave out. Uh, and, and that Star Wars High Republic number 8, yeah, now this is definitely one that you're going you're gonna to want to go big on. Uh, well, how big, I'm not sure. But uh, it is the first appearance of a, uh, a new Jedi, um, Colmac Vitus. And, I mean, any, any new Jedi is worth speculating on. So uh, I, I, would, I would pay attention to that. Um, on the Miles Morales, uh, number 29, there's a Mike Mayhew variant, you know, you can't get it through previews, I think you can only get it through the, the Mayhew website, so keep your eyes on that, hopefully it hasn't already come and gone, because those Mayhew, his, his stuff fucking flies, um, sells out in seconds a lot of times, but if you're a sneakerhead and a Miles fan, then that, that series is going to, uh, light you, or that issue is going to light you the fuck up, um... Let's see here. Was there anything else? Uh, no, no, no. That's it. Um, I guess I did kind of leave out a couple of things with um, uh, the the lunar FOCs though before I take my break here and carry on with new books next week. Um, in that Batman eighty nine, they they are bringing in a new Robin. So so keep that in mind. Uh, that there's I feel like this year they've introduced three new Robins. <laughs> of sorts but um yeah it's it's batman 89 is definitely a book that i would uh go in on for sure and let's see here oh in the future state gotham there's a a new uh let's see cover a connects with cover b to form one image i thought all right cool so the a and the b covers on that 
I kind of like that. I, I, I do. I, I, I like it. How often do you see an A and a B cover connect? You know, you'll see an A wraparound, and you have to buy two A's to... <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's the same story in the end, and you have to buy two covers to complete an image, what does it matter if it's two A's or an A and a B to complete the image? But, I don't know, I, I like that. I, I, I think I would rather have an A and a B than multiples of an issue, because when it comes to cataloging, um, that, that, that could be confusing, I would imagine. You know, being an OCD guy that wrote, you know, has a, a wall of books that gets rotated out, uh, you know, and displayed. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I would accidentally, you know, maybe one day I want to display this this Future State Gotham number four cover. But I go ahead and I see that, oh, I have two of this book and I sell one of them. Well, guess what? I just fucked up the chances of completing that image but if I look in my catalog and my old CLZs and see that I've got an A and a B and I'm looking for shit to sell then um I, I wouldn't get rid of that no that, so that I my point is no more wraparounds make them an A and a B bitches that, that, I guess wraparounds are good for slabs fuck me uh <laughs> life's hard life's hard i don't even think these are like first world problems these are like zero world problems um let's see i just want to make sure there's nothing else uh x-force has a possible first appearance in dr bloodroot but i don't like possible first appearances uh i don't know um, and I like the Avengers tech on. It says here the first appearance of the Iron Avengers. It's to me that's is going to be about as valuable as the first appearance of the Mech Avengers, you know, which I did actually buy multiple copies of, knowing that it's going to be years and years and years and years and years before these books ever take off. Um, I'll probably get two of tech on as well, um, and then determine whether or not. I'll, uh, I'll continue from there. If I had to pick a random indie book that you're going to want to get all on, is it's definitely the unbelievable unteens. Like, that's that's one for sure. Um, and, uh, let's see. Premier, I Am Batman number zero, premiere issue featuring Jace Fox as Batman. Yeah, I don't... I think that's miswording. I'm lo- sorry, in case you can't tell, I'm on the, the, the key collector app and the future keys here. Just kind of looking around. And don't get me wrong. They miss stuff all the time. Uh, You can't have the key collector app as your Bible. Uh, Brian, you're just saying that so people, you still listen to your podcast. Um, (laughs) No, that's that's really not true. Believe me, I call out good stuff all the time that never makes the key collector app. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Just saying. Just saying. Um, All right. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm going to take my little breaky-poo here. I'm going to leave you with an Apocalypse promo and possibly some some other ad spots. And uh, I will be right back, though. I will be right back. Do not skip forward. And uh, we'll be talking about the books of the more near future, but um, still, books that you can get excited about coming out next week in case you heard forgotten. So, yeah, I'll be right back. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a 
culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think the apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because the apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's, it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info and parlay points our companion block section of the show thanks for listening to the odph now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, welcome back. I mean, it's not like you went anywhere, but um, I'm back. So welcome me back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. No, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking on one today, people. It's amazing what being sick does to your brain. When you haven't been sick in like three years, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the books coming out next. New comic book day, starting with the Lunar FOCs or the Fox, as I just started calling them as of right now. Um, Blue and Gold, we're starting out big, people. Blue and Gold number one. Oh, and this is a series that I've been anticipating since I've learned of the existence of uh, Booster and Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two covers on this one. Uh, Catwoman, number 33. Two covers on this one. Jenny Frisson getting a badass variant. Uh, Flash, number 772. Just one cover on that? Really? That can't be right. Really? Yeah, just one cover on Flash. That's strange. Uh, Justice League, number 65. Uh, I bet you thought you were going to get the first appearance of Checkmate in this one, huh? Yet, not so much. I forget where it popped off, though. Why do I keep saying pop off like I'm fucking 50 Cent? Let's fix the pop, pop off. Uh, that, that didn't sound like 50 Cent at all. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fuck me. Sorry, so, yeah, what's... Um... I don't know. Let me you know what. Let me take a look here. Let me ha- pull out my handy dandy watchamadingy. 
Alright, so the 21st, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not seeing. Yeah, I don't see anything for Justice League here. Um, yeah, just keep. I don't know. Justice League is really up and down for me right now. Um, Legends of the Dark Knight number three. We got the first cover appearance of uh, Quiz. Uh, two covers on this one. Jorge Molina getting the cardstock variant. Nightwing 81 second printing. Yeah, you're probably going to want at least a couple of that. Uh, first full appearance of Heartless. Not necessarily his first cover appearance anymore, but uh, yeah, um, still. With that being said, sweet fucking cover too. Um, and uh, let's see here. Nightwing 82. Uh, that's that's always a must read. Jamal Campbell getting a cardstock variant. Shazam. Oh yeah. Uh, getting a little four-parter. Who's doing this one? Tim Sheridan. Oh, I've missed Shazam since Jeff Johns left. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what Tim Sheridan brings in this little four-part here. <coughs> uh, two covers on it. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number two of a little eight-parter. Two covers on that. Uh, Superman, The Authority. This is a big one. Um, first appearance of new versions of Light Ray and Omac, and then the first appearance of an unknown team led by Ultra Humanite. <coughs> um, I'm a. I, I have a lot of faith in the 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 speculative um, prospects of this series. To be honest, I I do. Uh, I, I don't think it's gonna be immediate by any means, but I really think that they're introducing some interesting stuff that could potentially get used once Warner Brothers pulls their head out of their ass. Uh, two covers on this Superman Red and Blue number five. Uh, we've got a one two. Three. Three, three covers there. Truth and Justice, number six. Um, yeah, just two covers on that one. Uh, it's a little seven-parter. <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> my throat is trash now, people. Thought I could fucking do this. I can do this. I could do this. Hang on, let me get some tea. I feel like the tea is what's making me even more nasally. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and now it's cold. Um, that's actually it for the uh, Lunar releases this week. So, coming out on Tuesday, are, are there no? There really are no, uh, yeah, it's all DC coming out of Lunar this week. What do you know? <coughs> I told you what you know. <coughs> Jesus Christ, I'm dying. Actually, I'm getting better, believe it or not. Ah, it's, uh, it's too much talking. Um, all right, yeah, that's it. Let's head on over to, uh, to, uh, previews. And see what the hell's coming out next week. Do do all right. And I do have a feeling there's going to be a lot to talk about as far as speculation goes. So keep that in mind. Uh, Vault, Vault next week. Just one book. We've got Wasted Space number twenty-two from Vault to Valiant. Never mind. Negative on Valiant. No Valiant. God, it's always a weak week when there's no Valiant. Uh, Titan Comics next week. We've got. Uh, Minky Woodcock, the girl who electrified Tesla. Number four. Mm-hmm. Three covers on that one. Uh, Source Point. Nothing from Source Point this week. You know what? I will say, though, speaking of Source Point, <coughs> a book, you know, Source Point isn't on the FOCs, but one book that I do think that you should really jump on, pre order it now while you can, is uh, Unborn um, from Frank Gogol. Uh, it's. Uh, 
it looks like it's gonna be pretty badass, man. I'm not gonna lie. There's already a lot of hype around it, and Frank Gogol does a good job of hyping up his own books, no doubt about it. But if people buy into the hype, then that's that's all that fucking matters, right? You know, and I I I have a feeling. I do have a feeling in the unborn. So I guess I, I while I'm on the subject of Source Point, um, yeah. Yeah, add that to your polis while you're at it. But um, no, no source point coming out this week though. That's that's a bummer. Um, no second sight. How about scout? Do we have any scout? We have some scout. Uh, Gods of brutality. See, this one must have been pushed back because I thought it was supposed to be out uh, this week, and it wasn't. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I? How would I not add this to my pull list? And I, yeah, no, it'll be out next week. That's what's happening. Um, and then we got Lunar Ladies, number one of a little three-parter. Uh, Murder Hodo, ho, Hodo? Hodo? Hodo. Murder Hodo Chaotic Neutral, number two of a little four-parter. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be wanting the, the, the Murder Hobo in your, your, uh, in your collection, people. Joseph Schmokey's blowing the world up. And then we got Steak, number five, coming out of, uh, Scout next week. Sorry, I had a fucking brain fart. Uh, how about Oni? Any Oni books? Yes, we've got Rick and Morty. Presents Hotel Immortal, number one. Then we got Rick and Morty, Rick's New Hat, number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, a lot of Rick and Morty out of Oni Press. Uh, Mad Cave. From Mad Cave, we've got Beckstar, number three, and Nottingham, Number five, Nottingham's wrapping up a series that a lot of people are really fucking loving. Um, sorry, there's a lot of scrolling now, people. You know this part. This is the part where I scroll. This is the part where you fall over. Jesus, there's a lot of scrolling going on right now. Uh, Ahoy? Yes, we have... Second Coming Only Begotten Son number three. I was wondering what happened to this series. Um, yeah, that's still on the pull list. From Aftershock, we got Project Patron number four and Silver City number three. People still talking about Silver City. Um, how about Absolute? From Absolute this week, we've got I Make Boys Cry number two. Three covers on that one. Uh, a blade. We have uh, Eros Psych number five. I think this is wrapping up. Uh, I could be wrong though. Is it still going? During the day? I don't know. Um, man, it looks like it might be an ongoing. Uh, one, two, three, four covers on that one. And just like a blaze likes to do, getting a little homage variant. I think I feel like that's homaging something, but I can't finger point what it is. Are those naked boobies on the cover? Can't tell. Uh, <laughs> it almost looks like some full frontal. Is it a statue that was made to not be statuesque? You know what this is? This is... I see what's going on here. Those are other covers that are in the background. Alright, alright. Um, so, yeah, if you're an Eero Psych fan, there you go. A Blaze doing stuff. How about Boom this week? We've got Dark Blood, number one. One that could... I don't know, man. And these climates... Possibly. Possibly take the fuck off. 
I feel like if you're a fan of uh, Black Cotton, then Dark Blood might be for you. Uh, two covers on that. Eve number two getting a second printing. Keep your eye on Eve reprints, people. Uh, Firefly, brand new verse, number five. Two covers on that one. The Many Deaths of Layla Star, number four. That's exciting as shit. And look at that foil variant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, look at that. Jesus. Uh, Power Rangers, number nanner. One, two, three covers there. Um, well, it went from A to B to F. FOC reveal variant. Alright. Uh, once again, I don't, I don't understand the reveal thing. Whatever. Uh, Proctor Valley Road, number five. Wrapping up fish issue. I guess this one's already been picked up and is being adapted. And, yeah, uh, people are automatically speculating on this one. So keep that in mind. One, two covers on that one. And then Save Yourself, number two, coming out of Boom Box. Uh, a little four-parter for the children. Uh, from Boom, we go to Dynamite. Do I dare... Do I dare dynamite? Uh, old James Bond number five, and that's other than that, lots of boobies. Uh, IDW, IDW Publishing. We've got Bermuda. Yes, I'm super excited about this one. So I walked into my shop this week, and he was still putting together boxes and everything, and he had uh, the, the the diamond boxes, or not the diamond boxes, the long boxes um, with all the the books from Diamond uh, facing, you know him, his side, but I walk by, and I, I see that there's a whole lot of, uh, I, I just see the, I don't, the, the fan blows the books, it's a big heavy fan, and uh, I see just a whole stack of the word Bermuda, and I'm like, what the fuck, I know I added a John Lehman book to my pull list, why don't I have Bermuda in my stack here, so I'm looking, and I was like, hey man, let me get one of them Bermudas, he's like, we didn't get Bermuda, and I'm like, the fuck you didn't, I just saw like 40 of them. Apparently, they're advertising heavily on the back of this book. <laughs> or for this, on the back of IDW books. And uh, that I am excited about. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> this is the week Bermuda comes out. Um, I'm, it, doesn't normal, it doesn't seem like something I would normally be into. Um, but it is John Lehman. And John Lehman can make anything that I wouldn't normally be into good. I didn't think I would be into Chew. It's my favorite thing I've ever read in my life. So, yeah. Uh, Godzilla, Monsters and Protectors, number four. Two covers on that. Uh, Spider-Man, or Marvel Action Spider-Man, number four. First appearance of Screwball. What that means, I don't know. Is this book going to blow up? Fuck, I, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I, I think this book hits 10 to $15 and then fizzles away in within 60 days. That's, that is my prediction on this. Unless they do a fucking some sort of crazy trailer and Screwball pops up in one of these Spider-Man movies that are coming out, I, but I don't see that fucking happening. So, yeah, um, I, I think it's a, I think it has potential to be an a good quick flip, but I don't think it's going to be an easy quick flip, if that makes sense. Um, if anything, uh, I don't know, man. You're going to need a broad audience to get rid of this book. I think you're going to need like an eBay audience to flip this. Just saying. Um, My Little Pony Transformers 2, number four. Wrapping up 
Mm-hmm. Two covers there. Sonic the Hedgehog on its 42nd issue. Two covers there. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number six. All right, let me uh, just uh, triple check here. Um, I don't think there was anything on the Star Wars High Republic Reventures. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ, I apologize. Um... Oh, it's getting worse. I gotta wrap this up. Uh, it's it's on the Key Collector app, but it just says the the galaxy prepares for its Republic Fair. Court and Farzala join the effort to fight the Drenjir. So, I don't. Fuck, I'm a little behind. Actually, you know what? You know what I just realized? I've been reading the High Republic, but I haven't been reading High Republic Adventures. So, I don't know who Court and Farzala are. I'm pretty sure they've already appeared, though. I, I, yeah, no, they've they've already appeared, I would imagine. I don't know, people re- collect everything High Republic right now. I, I mean, that's I, I think it's a no-brainer. As far as how much to collect on it, that's... Uh, I don't know if this one's a no-brainer. And then wrapping up, I did W... This week coming out, we've got Usagiyojimbo number 21. Number 20 blew the fuck up, remember? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the second appearance of Yukichi. I always want to say Yakuchi, because <laughs> Yakuchi. But uh, Yukichi, second appearance. First cover appearance, maybe? Is this the first cover appearance? I don't know. Um... Yeah, I uh, I think I did actually order this one, I believe, just in case. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It might have been the second print that I ordered. We'll see. But Usagi, shit, fucking retaining some value, am I right? Uh, you know what, now that I think about it, the the 1 in 10 is the one that just continues to climb. I think I, I let go of my 1 in 10 at 140 bucks. Got it for $8 off the shelf. Um, but, uh, the, 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 the A cover in itself, I think, I believe there were sales around, like, 25 to 30 bucks, and I think now it's more of, like, a $15 book, but that's what happens with trends, people. It's hard to know when it's, what, what, what kind of roller coaster it's on, because I feel like every book is on somewhat of a roller coaster, but, um, I don't know, man, it's, sometimes that ride never ends, meaning... You know, even on little dips, there will be dips. It, it, the book will con- always continue. It's called a blue chip, people. Uh, I, am I saying that Usagi Ujimbo is a blue chip book? Eh. No, I'm not. I'm not. But, I mean, because like I said, it, bloop, it dipped. But, I don't know, we'll see. Rambling. Dark Horse. We've got Apex Legends, number two. Overtime. Black Hammer Reborn, number two. Why the fuck wasn't number one on my pull list? Alright, I'm going to have to reach out to some people. And I think I know the first person who's going to help me out here. Uh, <laughs> I need to get Black Hammer on my pull list. Um, I did this the Black Hammer Reborn on my pull list. It needs to happen. Skull Digger and Skeleton Boys, right there on the fucking cover. This is... Uh, I need it, people. I need it. Um, 
I need to track down a number one, and hopefully there is a number two to be found next week. It's very important to me that I learn Black Hammer. Very important. Two covers on this Black Hammer Reborn as well. And then lastly from Dark Horse, small week from Dark Horse, we got Tales from Harrow Country, Fair Folk. Number one, a little four-parter. So if you're a Harrow Country, we got Fair Folk. Mm-hmm. I'm not reading Harrow Country. Harrow? Harrow? Image, we've got Ascender, number 17. Uh, Chew, number 6. Doesn't matter what the fuck's coming out this week. This is always going to be the first book that I read. Um, it's, like I said, I'm a John Lehman fanboy beyond fanboys. That's just... Uh, it's as good as it gets, people. It's as good as it fucking gets. Uh, Compass, number 2. Uh, Deadly Class, number 47. Well, I don't have a lot to say about the Image books this week people uh home number four another series has potential to be adapted um now that there's superpowers involved in shit it's probably more you know uh, more fun of a read than i imagined it being seemed like it was going to be super depressing at first to be perfectly honest uh homesick pilots number seven uh two covers on that one jupiter's legacy uh requiem yep that's coming back a little 12 part maxi series is it mark millar is it? It is. That's exciting. I love it when, you know, the original creator, you know, comes back to to continue his works and doesn't just sign it off on someone else. Not that there's anything really wrong with that, but it's just better when that's how it goes. Uh, Philadelphia. Okay, there's another book that'll be in my poll list this week from Image. Number 15, one, two covers there. Mom, Mother of Madness. Now, uh, I did go ahead and order three copies of the A cover. Um, this is one I feel like it could go either way. I feel like it's going to be a major flop. Or no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, pfft, that came out wrong. I feel like it's either going to be a major flop or it's going to be a book that takes the fuck off because nobody ordered it because everybody just wanted to talk shit because everybody automatically associates Amelia Clark with a flop of a finale. You know, ooh, Mother of Dragons, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mother of Madness. See, I have a feeling that Marguerite Bennett is going to guide her through writing a great comic. As um, m- uh, Matt Kent is helping uh, Keanu Reeves. I feel like Mother of Madness could actually... I don't know. Uh, just because it's not going to be near the print run. Um, I feel... Like, the, the idea of this title is, or this creator um, coming to comics is very polarizing, at least in the circles that I run in. And I like to, I run in a lot of circles, and most people are nay on this book. But, if the book does turn out to be a hit, and the critics overwhelm, then it's, fuck, man. I, I, I don't know. So, I, I ordered three. And I... I mean, ordering three kind of gives you a perspective as to where I lean on is it going to be a flop or is it going to be a hit. And I feel like because it, Marguerite Bennett is involved in this, uh, it is it is going to be a... Uh, I think it's going to be big. I do. You know, when it does Deadpool action and Fleabag comedy collide with Maya, uh, or when Maya activates her freakish superpowers to take on a secret... Wait, a secret sect of human traffickers. Yeah, I don't know, it could be a mature reader. 
40 pager, six bucks. I don't know. That $6 price tag is a little off putting, but a 40 page issue. It's only a three parter. So, I mean, we're looking at, I don't know. I mean, it's not hard math to do, people. $18, 120 pages. Seems like a good deal. Seems like a good deal to me. Um, <coughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I say yes, I say yes, and there are variants as well, um, actually, I don't see a B cover, I see a C and a D, the D being a blank, oh, this nasally is, nasally is, nasally voice of mine is fucking killing me, ah, uh, have you turned it off yet, I wouldn't fucking blame you one bit, I'm trying to make this interesting, uh, <laughs> Radiant Black number 5 getting a second printing. Might be worth picking up. Radiant Black number 6. Won two covers on that one. I hear this series has legs now. Um, it's it's what people wanted. Uh, I, I haven't... I read 1 through 3, and you know I, apparently I haven't got to the good shit yet. So I'm looking forward to, to catching up on that. Uh, Shadecraft number 5. Two covers there. A series that's uh, been picked up already. Uh, Skybound X number three. One, two, three, four covers on this one. This is one that I'm so fucking about. Because, first of all, the Daniel Warren Johnson Murder Falcon cover is absolutely amazing. You know, we're getting a Murder Falcon. We're getting an assassination uh, stories in here. We're getting. I, I don't know. There, there's. Uh, so much about this issue of Skybound X that I'm excited for. I More Murder Falcon? Come on, people. This is a dream come true for me. Murder Falcon is my favorite mini-series I've ever read, ever. Um, the second printing of uh, Spawn Universe coming out this week, probably worth checking out. Uh, I mean, as far as, you know, the sake of collectability, you know, it's, what is this? This looks like McFarlane art to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say probably worth a pickup, to be honest. Uh, Siphon. Number one, this is an interesting premise here. It's a, about a man with the ability to, like, well, I guess siphon pain. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh I don't know, the, the, the repercussions of all of this, see, I don't know, man. It, it, se it seemed gnarly, for sure. Um, I don't know, if you're into, you know, the world of empaths and shit like that, this, this seems like it would be a, uh, an interesting read. Um, time Before Time, number three. Two covers on that one. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number 14. Two covers there. <laughs> Walking Dead Deluxe, number 19. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we got the first appearance of Michonne. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight covers to choose from on here. Um, there's some dandies, and there are some duds. <laughs> Actually, there's one dud, one dud, and we all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, I was I was having a conversation about this cover just last night, actually, and uh, good lord. <sighs> But Michonne, you know, this might actually be uh, one of the Walking Dead deluxe issues uh, worth worth uh, picking up. You never know, people. You never know. Um, I'm a big fan of the the McKeg cover personally. Uh, that's that's fucking rad. But all right, yeah, so that's it. 
that's it from Image this week. Let's let's wrap this bad motherfucker up with some Marvel releases, and I do have a feeling there's going to be a lot of books that you're you're gonna wish were on your pull list if they weren't already in multiples. Starting with Alien number five, first full appearance of the uh, fuck. What do they call it? The Alpha Xenomorph, I believe. Um, uh, let's see here. I think it's red. Ah, fuck, I forget. Yep, Alpha, there it is, Alpha Xenomorph. Um, I mean, eventually, eventually Disney's going to be making these alien movies, and it'd be silly to think for a second that they're not going to involve what they have going on here. So, yeah, Alien is an important series to have on your poll list, people. Ah, Captain Marvel, number 30, one, two, three covers on this one. Extreme Carnage, Phage, number one, one, two, three covers on this one, Scotty Young, and then there's a badass connecting variant as well. Uh, Gamma Flight, number two. Um, you know, they're, they're, they say that they're introducing a, uh, a, a new, I don't know, see it says right here, the return of Scar, son of Hulk, the biggest reveal of the summer, who is after Gamma Flight, you've been calling him blah 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 blah. I mean, it's, it seems like the big reveal is not really going to be a reveal at all. But it, other than the fact that Scar is back, still, um, <clears throat> I think this is a this is an exciting series for me personally. You know, I'm, I'm, I mean, more so than anything, Puck. But that first issue was really, really freaking good, people. I mean, really good. Uh, so yeah, keep it on your radar. Uh, three covers on Gamma Flight number two. Guardians of the Galaxy, number 16. One, two, three covers there. Marauders, number 22. Uh, two covers. Uh, you know, I, I gotta say something. This, this number 22 cover looks very reminiscent of the uh, Marauders... I forget what issue it was, but the Aliens variant. I feel like she's almost in the same pose. It's just the background and everything is different. It's not even the same artist. I'm just... I guess, no, I, I take that back. I, I, I might, I guess it is kind of different. <clears throat> the joy of having these books on your wall to just look at, right? Um, and refer to. Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. Number 28, two covers there. Uh, the big book that's probably ordered in absolute abundance, but surprise, uh, cameo, a villain appearance in here. Which is going to just make this book that much... Yeah. Um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight number one. There are a buttload of covers to choose from. Most of them all uh, worth worth picking up with me. Um, I saw a discussion a couple days ago saying with all of these covers, like which is the variant to pick up. And personally, I'm all about the Gerardo Zafino variant. Uh, it's just... that is That is so cool. It looks like it was just done with whiteout on a black Bristol board, and it is amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that, that would be my pick. Uh, but if I really had to pick as far as what was the best cover, it's the A cover, the McNiven cover. It's just, look at it. Look at it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's going to be the hot book of the week. Uh, will it be a flip-worthy book? I don't think so. I don't think so. But with that being said, um, 
you're gonna want the the the, <laughs> the Moon Knight number two. That's for damn sure. But we'll get to that on another episode. Uh, New Mutants number twenty. Two covers on that one. Uh, Reptile number three of a little four-parter. Two covers on that one. I think this is a series that is flying under the radar. I haven't. I can't say I've read it, but they're introducing stuff and. When Marvel's introducing stuff, I think it's something to keep an eye on. Um, they, they're obviously moving shit forward. Uh, Savage Avengers, number 22. Um, yes, first appearance of... Fuck, what was it? I want to have all this shit memorized going into it, but... Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a, it's a new Ghost Rider, so... Um, the Hyboria Age? So, the, the Ghost Rider of Conan's timeline is what we're getting out of this. So, yeah, I don't know. It could be, uh... We'll see. We shall see. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader, number 14. few covers on that one. I'm loving that, uh... I mean, first of all, Darth Vader is the, uh... One of the best books that Marvel's putting out right now. And come at me on that, because... Yeah. Um... (laughs) If you're reading it, you're not arguing that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, it's so awesome that I thought I was going to have to fall off of the Star Wars books that I'm reading because of the whole Bounty Hunters tie-in, and I thought it was going to make it all convoluted, and uh, yeah, um, because I'm not reading all of the titles, it was not going to make it... No, that's not the case at all. What they did with that last issue of Darth Vader, I mean, it was my issue of the week, by far, like, by a, by a long shot, so... Yeah, um, 100% be reading Darth Vader. Um, now, my big, big, big book of the week, the book that I think is going to do, I, I think it's going to be a great quick flip and also a great hold. Hence me um, pre-ordering, uh, fuck, I, think I, I think I stuck 10. I think I just, I think I held back a little bit. When I say held back, I only got ten. That means that if you got a hundred of these, you're probably—I mean, you're—you're you're right online. You know, <laughs> um, I, I think this is the one. More so the B cover, but there is the first appearance of a new bounty hunter that I have a feeling is going to be very, very, very popular. Uh, where's she at? Deva Lompop. Yeah. Um. I. I Diva. I, I think it's Deva. Uh, I, I think this is the one this week, people. I really, really do. Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters Job of the Hut one-shot. You know, I don't think it's one that a lot of people had a lot of focus on. You know, uh, once again, the circles that I run in, not a lot of people talking about this book. I think it's going to be a, a, a late arrival on people's radars. I do. And because of that, I, I'm going to throw out a bold prediction here. Uh, the B cover by the end of the day on Wednesday when it's released is going for ten dollars. Just that's 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 my prediction, um, and it's only going to trend upwards for the uh, the time being. Uh, and it's for a lot of it has to do with the fact that Boba is also fucking featured on this cover, and anything that Boba Fett is featured on. Yeah, I I don't know, man, but it's just, I, I think. We got ourselves a, a badass new team up here. You know, I'd, mm, this is the one. I'm telling you. Uh, another one that I have a lot of confidence in, actually, is the Thor annual. A new version of a darker version of Thor. Or, I guess, a darker version of a new Thor. 
I, I said new too many times. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, take that for what you will. But look at that cover appearance. Look at that. Is that the A cover? Please tell me that's the A cover. One, two. Yep, that is the A cover. Uh, I ordered three. So mm-hmm, look at me go. Uh, big. I think this book's going to be big. Who's writing it? Aaron Cooter and Jed McKay. Juan Freya doing the uh, the uh, the art. I would have liked to have seen Donny Cates do this, but but um, I, yeah, no, I'm I, I want to know, I want to know, and I think you, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry. Don't turn it off yet. I've got one more book, X Men Legends number five. One, two three covers on it, and you know JTC getting that action figure see Polaris, this is one of those ones that I was like eh, wouldn't have been my first pick or a top five pick for that matter, you know um, but, but still I, I love the uh, more than anything, I like the um, like the, the packaging art uh, that he's doing for these these uh, um, X-Men uh, what, what, yeah, Legends figures, and I know that's it sounds confusing to say. Oh, the, these aren't X-Men Legends. The title is called X-Men Legends. I know, it's it's confusing. But, uh, figure variants, there we go. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, uh, I, I, I still kind of dig it, even though I'm not a huge fan of the character. It's not that I, there's anything wrong with the character, I just don't know shit about her. I'm ignorant. Alright, so that's it, people. I've talked FOCs. I've talked about the new books. Hopefully some new shit has come to light. Um, like I said, my picks for this week, as far as the FOCs go, that Star Wars, High Republic, uh, Adventures, um, whatchamacallit, and, uh, yeah, no, that, that's definitely the one, um, I, I like it when indie books are the ones to, to, to speculate on, and I know it's kind of hard to say that Star Wars is an indie book, but coming out at IDW, it says something, right? And then, um... I don't know, man, uh, fucking this week, the big book is, like I was just saying, the, the job of the hut, bounty hunters, one shot, um, now, with that being said, when I talk about the big books this week, I am not advocating you going to your shop and waiting in line, and just saying, just because you were the first one there, uh, picking up every copy off the shelf, just because the shop allows that, um, being the first one there and picking up every coffee, copy in my mind is still being the last to know, um, you're, you're the, you're the reason why people are down on the speculator industry, um, being that type of person, um, if you want to go around from shop to shop, two a piece, that's all you get, you know, that's, that's why I push the fucking FOCs, people, um, if you could pre-order as many as you want, you pre-order a thousand of these, and all you did was increase the print run by a thousand, but, if you pull a thousand off the shelf, and I know that's not feasible, but if you pull a thousand off the shelf, what you did was you fucked the market, you know, and sure, it's great for you, uh, and anybody else that has the book, but, um, that's, that's, that's not, meanwhile, you're, you're going to have most of the people in the industry just wanting to slit your throat, so don't, don't be Frankenstein's monster, people, don't be that asshole, pre-order your books, so I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, thank you so much for making it this far. Um, remember, leave those five-star reviews. If you've made it this far and haven't left a five-star review yet, please do so. It is more than deserving. I'm here 
to benefit you. That is the point of this podcast. I'm doing this shit sick, sounding like Steve Urkel, at least in my own head, um, having to pause it every 18 seconds to cough out. Yeah, um, it's... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, pay it forward by paying it back, I guess. <laughs> Five-star review. Or, you know what? I take that back. If you're not going to pay it back, then yes, pay it forward. And I, by paying it forward... There's a lot of ways you could pay it forward. More than anything, just tell a friend, a fellow comic book enthusiast about this show. There you go. Um, all right, people. Remember, check out Nerds Forever, 307nerdsforever.com. Um, the, their, their eBay store, his eBay store is amazing. Um, it's just, yeah. <laughs> got good stuff, people. He's got good stuff because he listens to the show. He knows what to get. Um, uh, all right. Thank you. Once again, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, yeah. Larkers. Ah, change it up on you. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane.